Warning. What you're about to experience may get offensive, sexual and orgasmic. Relax, you'll like it when Sapphire's through with you. Pour the wine and press play for Sapphire's Play. Radio Land. This is your girl, the one and only Ms. Radio Sapphire. Sapphire, if you goddamn nasty. Oh my goodness. I don't even know where to begin. Um, I just got back from Vegas yesterday. Well, technically Monday. But I, I have to say, my bestie, I think she had a damn good birthday. Um, those who saw on Snapchat know I had a good time in Vegas. I mean, David Guetta, nice dinner at this place at the Wind called Jardin. I mean, it was amazing I can't even tell you like we just we went on a damn good weekend like it wasn't too crowded and it wasn't like hot it was just perfect and we had weed for days like you know it's serious when one girl brings 12 pre-rolls the other girl is packing like nine blunts and then I got mad edibles we got drinks we got the whiskey we got the vodka not to mention my bestie's a chef so like we got like a good ass meal on Friday. It was perfect. Like this is how we should do Vegas all the time. Like it was the first time that I can actually officially say that your girl got wasted in Vegas. Like I have never been like that drunk in a long time in Vegas. So it was good times. So, <laughs> hey, you finally watching. Hey, you finally. Hey, you finally watching. Oh, okay, Sidebo. Nice to see you, Sidebo. I know you've been talking to me on Snapchat. But anyways, what up, Corey? So let's get down to business. I mean, Vegas was amazing. So before I even went to Vegas, your girl got laid. So I'm trying to think. On Tuesday, I told you guys about the weird sex I had. So now let's go into the good sex. So last week, before I left for Vegas, um, it, it came down to two dicks. And I know that one dick may be actually listening. So he was tired, I was tired. I really didn't feel like having company. But then somebody came back into my life. Somebody that, you know, kind of ghosted on me. I think I may have told you guys last year when I was, um, you know, when I first moved in, that I was kind of seeing a guy and he was a, a rapper. And those who are on my snap may have seen a Snapchat fairly recently where I was listening to music and one of the songs that popped up on my snap on my music feed was from a guy that dedicated a song that he wrote for me over my favorite Frank Ocean album or song and so anyways that man came back into my life we're gonna call him Trip because that's his artist name so anyways Trip and I we hung out and let me tell you, it was some good ass sex. Like, you know, when you have sex, when you like you haven't had sex in a long time with a certain person and you miss the fuck out of them and you want to make sure that they realize how good, you know, that dick or that pussy was when you guys were together. That's the kind of sex I had. I mean, this motherfucker came over and there was no hello. It was I opened up the door. I was in my panties. I was in just like a regular T-shirt. So I told him, like, I just wanted to be comfortable. And it's not like I had an impression. Him. So I was in my little cheeky panties, a little T-shirt. And without further ado, this motherfucker scooped me, pinned me against my wall and just started making out with me. And his hands were everywhere. 
I'm getting to the good parts. So his hands were just roaming everywhere. I mean, he was caressing my body. He was caressing my boobs. He was just touching me, fingering me. I was just like, holy shit. We haven't even said hello. It was just more like, you know, time never even passed between us. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? So anyways, he goes in, he's making out with me. It's hot, it's passionate. And then, you know, we finally say hello, smoke a little, then it gets down to business. So we shotgun each other, which means in weed talk, we blow smoke into each other's um, mouths, make out again. So then I get a little feisty on a Snapchat to certain individuals and they got a taste of me getting my pussy eaten out while I was taking a bong rip. And to make even matters more perfect, the Dodger game was on and he likes the Dodgers. So we were watching the Dodger game on the couch, fooling around, taking bong rips. He was eating my pussy. I was fondling his dick. And all of a sudden a fight breaks out in the middle of it. And I'm like, I'm getting my pussy eaten. I'm loving it. I'm about to come and I see this fight and I literally like smack him over the head. And I was like, stop, stop, there's a fight going on. And I thought he was gonna be pissed. And he was like, no, no, it's totally cool. He's like, actually, I need a break from this because I forgot how good it is. And he's like, and I'm like, so doesn't that mean you want us that to keep going? He's like, no, like I just realized like how bomb your pussy is. I need to take a break before I come. And I was like, come from eating my pussy? He's like, yeah, like your shit is good. Like, I've missed this. I've missed your pussy and damn, you're looking good. So we started watching the game. So the game ends and then this is where things get really hot and steamy. So then I start playing some music for him and I like never do this. I don't know what came over me. Maybe it was the weed. Maybe it's just the fact that I forgot like this guy was just like oh, believable. Hello, sweetie. Um, was just amazing. But like, I decided to take it upon myself and show off this new body and I give him a little private dance. So he's sitting here on my couch and he's just watching me like, you know, twist my hips, kind of like give him a tease, shake my ass a little bit in his lap. And then he told me to go sit in my little chair, which is over his ass on this chair. I'm enjoying the view, taking it all in. And he's like, it was almost like, you know, the, the voyeur, you know, I'm just feeling myself. And I never do this. Like, I can't even remember the last time I really, like, gave somebody a show and really, like, just played by myself to give them a show like that. So anyways, I'm busting it open. I have one leg open, then two legs open. At this point, my pussy is spread out wide. I'm smacking it. I'm fingering it. I start to like feel myself coming and he's like, don't stop, keep going. And then he's like, taste yourself and tell me what um, you taste like. And I said, well, why don't you come over here and taste it? And he's like, no, you come over to me. So I go over to him and I make him, you know, eat my pussy or taste my pussy. And we start swapping tongues and just, oh, I'm getting wet just thinking about it. And I'm so glad I'm not wearing panties with these leggings. So anyways, it's time. It, it's go time. It is time to fucking just go upstairs and get my shit fucked out of me. So we go upstairs. I take my phone because I was going to take my whole snaps of seeing a man going up my stairs. Because you know when it goes down, those who do get to receive my whole snaps, um, you get to see what happens when I have sex. So 
he was already feeling adventurous. He was actually liking the fact that I Snapchatted him eating my pussy. And the girls that, that got it, they were like, God damn, girl, like, you better wife him. You know? And I mean, in all honesty, I, I might have to. I mean, what guy or even girl will interrupt eating pussy, sucking dick, even fucking you because your favorite team is in a brawl? Because I don't know many people that do. And you're probably saying like, well, if it was that good, why were you paying attention to the game? I really wasn't. So anyways, go upstairs. And I got the good sex playlist as always that gets everybody going. And we just start fucking. And I mean, it wasn't even like fucking. It was almost like making love. It was just raunchy. It was nasty. I mean, he was fucking me in all sorts of positions, doggy style, missionary. Um, he wanted, you know, to do 69 and I, I did it. Like I really never do a 69, but I was like, fuck, I've missed your cock. And he's like, I've missed this pussy. So give it to me. And I start giving him every, ah, fucking a shit, fucking shit. So I started giving it to him one by one. Sorry about that, guys. So I just start, you know, giving him my pussy. And I mean, giving him my pussy by letting him make me squirt. I'm just like, yeah, fuck me deeper. Fuck me harder. You know, plow that fucking cock in me. I'm Mr. Cop. And he's just like loving it. He's like, God damn it, you're so fucking tight. Like, when's the last time you had dick? And I was like, not that long ago. And he's like, and it's still tight, though. I said, I don't know. Just you know, enjoy it, take it for what it is. So then I said, you know what? Can I just film this moment? And he's like, yeah, I trust you. You know, we can make a little movie. I said, I just want to send it to my, you know, my porn girls. Like, I want to send it to my sisters. So I'm taking cock on camera and I'm sucking his cock on camera. And the girls are like, oh my God, go deeper, go deeper. So the second video I send them, I go deeper. Then I said, fuck this. So I get on top of him and I do like a leapfrog position. So my legs are straddled on his cock. He's laying down um, sideways and I'm on top of him and I just start bouncing my ass just like in a squatting position, just going up and down on his cock. And I'm getting faster and, and harder and deeper. I'm rubbing my clit at the same time. And I squirt all over his chest. I mean, it was, a lot and things were heating up so like the sweat between us and the cum it was just like I can feel my pussy just non-stop just blowing of cum it was just glorious I hadn't had sex like that maybe in a week <laughs> but anyways so he's on my car on my in my pussy and I start filming some more and then he takes me from behind he's spanking my ass starts eating my ass because he wanted to eat it eats my pussy from behind, and I finally come. At this point, we've gone through like four condoms. I don't know how many loads he busted, cause it was just like one after the other. And the thing I liked about him, and I missed this, he can come, and literally three minutes later, his cock is still rock hard. I mean, he can bust nuts. His loads are massive. His cock is massive. The balls, on him oh my god like i love taking his dick like he has a good like eight and a half nine inch dick but it's so thick and it's so like smooth that i'm just like at this point i know that my my pussy was going to 
towards his balls. Like, he was almost balls deep. So we're just fucking and fucking and fucking and fucking. He's like, oh my God, do you really have to go to Vegas this week? And I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. Like, I got work to do. I gotta, you know, it's my friend's birthday, you know. I, I gotta go. And he's like, well, you better fucking call me when you get back. And I said, okay, I will, I will. So cut to, to Vegas. So the girls and I, we decided to leave early. We left um, early Friday morning around like two or three, um, actually about, yeah, two or three o'clock in the morning. Get there at 6 a.m. And, you know, we, we all decide to like smoke, chill, whatever. And immediately we all just, you know, start finding promoters you know, to start going to places. So the first night we ended up um, seeing, what's his name? Oh my God, it's gonna kill me. It's so gonna kill me because we kept making, oh, oh, Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin on the truck, nigga. Yeah, that Metro Boomin. We saw Metro Boomin at light and so much fun, but there, this is where our topic goes into play. So guys, I, I just don't understand, like, catcalling, not the cutest thing in the world, not at all. I can't stand it when guys think it's so socially acceptable to catcall women. And you're probably like, what the fuck is catcalling? Because I just call it hollering at women. No, a catcall is when you are, you, you are saying inappropriate things in inappropriate places. So you're yelling at the chick sexual phrases or saying, hey baby, you look good today. Show me that ass. Or even just going, like seriously. <clears throat> I know out here in LA, it's like an epidemic. Um, you go to the valley, you have the motherfuckers in trucks that like to, like you can be wearing just clothes like this. I'm wearing my Star Wars gear and a motherfucker will honk his horn and be like, hey mama. They didn't go downtown. A guy might not understand that you have your headphones on and you don't want to be bothered. So <coughs> he will put it <coughs> to himself to try to get your attention by grabbing your arm. I've even had a motherfucker do one of these, grab my fucking earphones to get my attention. And I'm like, did I ask to be touched? No. I never had called, I called a chip, that shit never works unless you're picking up a prostitute. I would say even if you're picking up a prostitute, that shit won't work. And I don't know, I've never met a chick that has ever been flattered by a man who's cat called him. Like, so here we go. This is where shit gets funny. So we're in Vegas, we're getting ready, and you know, we decide to, you know, walk the strip to get some coffee early in the morning I kid you not it's like maybe barely seven o'clock and it feels like it's nine o'clock in the morning we go get coffee now mind you we're in our bummy ass clothes minus our homegirl our homegirl was actually like dressed to the nines I was like damn girl like shit but like we were really like bumming it no makeup we just wanted to like get our coffee go to the hotel get freshened up and that's it and immediately as the doors open of the Excalibur that's not what we're saying, but we go to the Excalibur, the doors open up and all of a sudden, it's just like all the guys, I don't care if they were drunk or just, you know, whatever, broke their fucking necks. And I mean, it was just like one after your, oh, 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 oh. Like, seriously, seriously, 
Like, do you understand how stupid you look right now at six o'clock in the morning? I haven't even had my motherfucking coffee, and already I can see that these men are having their boners on fleet. Like, their boners are about to fucking come out of their pants. Ridiculous. So anyways, get her coffee, go back to the hotel, and once again, at the hotel, the fucking bellhops at this point now, breaking their necks. One of them, I could have sworn, under his breath, was like, God damn, these ladies are fine and I'm working. And you guys know by now, my friends are hot. And the ones that you saw in Vegas, they were fucking hot. If you haven't seen, you can go to my social media, uh, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, even though the Snapchats from Vegas are gone. Um, you could see some of the pictures from Vegas on my Instagram. For some reason, some motherfuckers think catcalling works. Yeah, it never works. They're lucky I did not do what I usually do. Usually when a guy catcalls me, I'm not afraid to be like, yo, motherfucker, I got a dick. But now I can't even say that. I can't even say, like, I don't even like men because they find every ploy to be like, oh, well, uh, if you need somebody to be a stunt cop for you. Like, really? Nah, it's not cute. So anyways, we, at this point, it's getting dark. We decide to go out to light. We're trying to get a taxi. So we're going outside. We see a bachelorette party and these girls are fucking hammered. All of them have to be like over 40 and they're the group before us getting into their limo. Then the bellhop guys come out again. Then there's a group of guys and they're just like in the corner, just perving on us. And I mean, we look damn good. I mean, I'm in my fuck me heels. I'm showing off my life's legs. I'm the curviest one out of the bunch. So I'm like thinking in my head, oh, these guys are not gonna go for anybody. They're just gonna go for my girls, you know, they're tall they're skinny they got legs for days you know I was in my own fields I was like damn nobody want to see my thick ass so I'm hearing them these group of guys just like oh my god like is it possible for these girls to just be that hot and be all together and I mean he says it so loud the guy one of the guys says it so loud I just I couldn't help but turn and laugh and then another guy he's with his fucking wife breaks his neck to just like turn and I'm like dude I understand you see you see a group of young ladies act like a gentleman and respect your wife like the fuck you're gonna look at your you're gonna look at a group of women who are twice your age or you're twice our age but you're not gonna pay attention to your wife and the wife wasn't ugly the wife was banging so I don't know what the fuck he was stupid then we get into the casino. Now, Light is in Mandalay Bay. So we're at Mandalay Bay. We're going in, nothing, no problem. Then we get to the casino tables to go past the club. And this is where the trouble begins. So I'm off to the side. I have my best friend in the middle and her friend at the end. So we're just walking, nonchalant, taking pictures, talking, chatting, whatever. Um, you know, I'm texting the promoter to be like, hey, I'm here. All of a sudden, this man comes out of nowhere and stops my friend midway, and I could see that he was reaching out his hand to try to grab her. But instead of doing that, he just full-fledged stops in the middle of her path, and is like, hey, 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 and then looks at our other friend, hey, hey, and I'm like, the fuck is going on? So we walk past him. Then we see a whole group 
And no offense, there's a whole group of black men and like maybe one white guy. So this group of black guys, I mean, they were looking like they hadn't eaten, you know, pussy for days. They were like a bunch of hungry ass wolves. And men, I understand. You want to admire the female beauty, but damn, can you please like wipe the side of your mouth? Do you realize how stupid you look when you're just like, oh my God, I never seen so much pussy like this in my life. Like really? You haven't seen pussy like this? For real? When's the last time you had a woman? Matter of fact, how have you gotten a woman? So the motherfucker has to go with there's this one guy he comes up in the middle and he once again does what the other guy do hey girl hey where you going where y'all ladies going to y'all look too damn fine to be by yourself is it ladies night is it ladies night tonight and I'm just like oh my god can we just get to the club the club is right there literally it's 50 feet I just want to get 50 more feet to get in fucking line and I just want to dance my face off then I forgot that fucking Rihanna was there and so I was really getting hyped I'm like oh my god what if Rihanna shows up at the club so you got a line full of people from the Rihanna concert you got a you got a whole bunch of people and it looked like you know the guys were being dragged by their girlfriends but I'm trying to figure out why the fuck there's just this random ass like these guys there was like 10 15 guys in the same area I just did not understand what the fuck is going on like hello what are we doing here too much didn't understand what the fuck was going on so anyways the cat calling gets even worse oh fucking shit <sighs> sorry guys my microphone is breaking we're doing some kind of trippy shit oi there oi ah there we go are we back? Are we back? Oh my God, don't tell me. Oh my God. I'm sorry guys. My thing was malfunctioning again. Okay, so anyways, the group of guys, they're all with me and they're just staring at us. We're waiting in line. And then the party promoter comes and he's really cute. He's cool. He compliments us and he's like, hey, ladies, you guys look good. You know, here, take, go into the club. So we get into the club. The club's not really packed yet because it's still early. So we're like, okay, let's get some drinks. So we get some drinks and I feel just pairs of eyes just like on us. At this point, I don't care. We're at a club. I understand it's understandable. But this is when it gets worse. We get down to the dance floor and it was just like dominoes and trial and error. There's this really nice guy who I took a Snapchat with that introduced himself to all of us and he asked us if we wanted to dance. My two friends said no and I was like, fuck it, I'm in Vegas, I'm just gonna have fun, I'll dance with him. But then he tried to pawn us off to his friends who totally look like creepers. Just like the guys that you would see at, I don't know, just like a regular dance, like a school dance. And they're just sitting on, the, like sitting there looking like a bunch of mopes. And I'm like, yeah, we'll totally dance with your awkward friends because that just is the solution. And the way that he was pawning him off, he's like, hey, do you mind like dancing with my friends, ladies? Like, they're really shy. One guy, like he hasn't had a girlfriend and like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, you're really like outing your guy? Like, that's crazy. So then 
we start dancing some more and then this group of like I, I swear to god these guys couldn't be more than like maybe 22 23 they come up to us and they actually were just mad cool i'm thinking okay it's a group of guys we're at a club they're gonna try to fill up on us no they legit wanted to dance and these guys were dancing great then things get even weirder so i don't really wear panties and i mean ever and the dress that i wore i should have worn panties but i was like there's no way i'm gonna stick a thong even in this dress because it was so skin tight and like hugging my hips At this point your girl sapphire is feeling herself and i'm higher than the motherfucker and i'm i'm busting my legs open i didn't give a fuck the only thing i covered was my my coochie i covered my fine china with my purse i did not care i'm like i'm in vegas i'm in the city of sin i don't give a fuck just don't touch me and we'll be all right then all of a sudden i feel some hands legit I was just bent over, just like, you know, dancing, whatever. And I legit feel a whole arm come up under my dress. And literally, I felt the part of his forearm, this guy's forearm, touch my coochie. And that's when I officially lost my shit. I said, oh, hell the fuck no. Hell no. And then I look at my other friend. She's getting, like, some guy grabbed her ass. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Then another guy grabs on my girl's tits. And I'm like, Okay, when did light turn into Grope City? And when did it become okay to just, I don't know, put your hands anywhere that you plead? Like, I'm sorry. I'm confused, sir. Did I give you permission to start fingering me? Because the last time I checked, I don't even know who the fuck you are. So he starts, you know, looking at me funny, and I'm trying to move away, trying to dance my way around. Meanwhile, there's this, like, crazy girl dancing all over the place, like, putting her hands up in our faces, and I'm just like... Is this really fucking happening? Like, we're just trying to have a good time. So we're like, fuck this. We need to go get another drink. We go get another drink. The bartender's cool or whatever. Then there's like another group of guys as we're like sauntering over. Did y'all clear the club? <laughs> I wanted to. I really wanted to. Today. I really wanted to. I wanted. I was about to kill somebody. I was legit about to kill somebody. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? This is not fucking happening. So anyways, get another drink. We come back to the dance floor once again, another group of guys, this time, yo, girls, you want to dance? Hey, I'm looking at that skirt, and baby, you look good. You look damn good. Let me come dance. Come dance with me. Come to my table. I'm like, we're good. We're good. We're so good. So we move away again, and at this point, we're just getting overwhelmed. The club is getting packed. The music's, you know, just getting bumping and bumping, but more and more people are crowding around. So at this point, I can't help but get felt up, and I'm getting felt up by some awkward people. I mean, I felt like I was really at a school dance. I think that we were the older people in the club because, at least on the dance floor, because I, I don't know, there were so many, like, fraternity-looking motherfuckers over there, and I'm just like, none of these guys have game, and they think they have game right now. They think, because we're dancing all nice and in a group, thinking that it's okay to just do the whole, let me stick my, my, my cock out, and we're just like, in the back of our heads, sir, your penis is protruding, and it doesn't look good. Please put your penis away. Sir, please back away. Sir, like, it, it was just so annoying. And exactly, fucking babies, fucking amateurs. 
I get it. You're in Vegas. The city is sin. You don't need to fucking know, you know, names to hook up with the chick. But God damn it, if I didn't ask to be touched and I didn't ask to be catcalled, what the fuck? And I understand some people are going to probably say, well, you asked for it because you're not wearing any panties. Doesn't fucking matter. It's my fucking body. Beats me. Cut to the next night. So we go to this place called Jarden. And I have to say shout out to my girls, um, Eve for the hookup, as well as Rachel for the hookup. Um, we go to this place at the Wynn called Jarden. Bomb ass restaurant. Let me just tell you um, how I found this promoter was like by flaw and default, but we dress to the nines. So we go on our way to dinner. There's a guy at the blackjack table and you can tell that he's winning big because now the guards are surrounding him. But at this night, I'm wearing just like a floral dress, like a baby doll dress. Um, my best friend, she's wearing like a cute little long dress, but it's like skin tight and, you know, has like little slits. And then our other friend is wearing like a see-through um, long skirt and she's wearing some shorts underneath with like a hot top. This is where it gets crazier. So the guy that was at the blackjack table, we have our friend in the middle. We're walking in like a straight line almost because it's packed at this point. So we're going in the wind. We're passing, you know, all the casino tables. And all of a sudden, this man turns his head, I guess, to look at his friend or summon somebody, turns his head, sits back at the table, turns his head again. This time, he's almost falling off his chair. And he's like, you, you in the skirt. Oh, my God. God, you're fucking beautiful. What the fuck, girl? You look good. And we're just walking. We're like, oh, my God. And so it begins. Couple more paces. Another guy and his buddies at the bar. God damn, ladies. That ass, though. Was he asking to you? No, he was asking my friend. But then this other group of guys at the bar, they're like, God damn, ladies. They all are just beautiful, different shades of beauty. And it's like... Okay, I understand, sir, you, you want to compliment us, but you could go up to us nicely and quietly. You don't have to acknowledge the whole fucking bar that you're seeing these group of girls who are way out of your league anyways to just try to holler. So then we go have a nice meal. But at this point, we were so over it, we go home. On our way home, it starts raining and we're getting into the cab. And once again, another group of guys in the taxi line this gets even worse. Oh my, one by one, we're getting into the car. So our girl goes in, the birthday girl goes in first. God damn, that girl is, got some nice ass. Second girl goes in, oh my God, I like your dress. And my friend and I are laughing because we're like, she's in a skirt, but okay. Then I get in and it takes the motherfuckers for me to put my legs into the car to compliment me. Now I understand. Y'all think I'm like the designated ugly friend, but you look stupid when you say, I like your hair and your legs and give me your number as the cab is leaving. Please stop. Please stop. So like I said, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. We go to the pool club. Same thing. Once again, oogles and oogles and men just breaking their neck. Some guys even tried to do the whole, oh, can I take a picture with you? Like, what? No. Why do we want to be in your picture? 
Oh, you know, we want to make memories. I don't give a fuck. Are you kind of bitter they were complimenting your friend and not you? Uh, definitely not bitter because I just said they complimented me after the fact. Not bitter at all. And they weren't really complimenting us. They were catcalling us. See, this is why we're doing this episode tonight. So, like I said, the pool party, bomb ass time. Once again, you know, our girl hooked it up, the same chick that hooked us up with Jarden at the win. So we go to the club, the beach club. We're having drinks, we're having mimosas, we're getting fucked up. We're smoking our vape pens inside. We're just having a good, good ass time. And so David Gett is there. And so we try to get, you know, right up and close. So shout out to you, Raven girl. I know you're listening. You hooked us up. And if y'all need a, a party promoter in Vegas, I, I will give you uh, Raven's number. That girl just, she's awesome. So we're, you know, front row with David Getter. We're partying. We're having a good time. Champagne is getting like poured on us because David Getter's girls are like coming out on like a beach cart or whatever. And they're shaking up champagne and they're spraying it all over everybody. And then there's like a group of guys that have their own VIP section. And now they're dowsing chicks in. It's okay. Reddit, uh, read dirt beats. You're about to get blocked because I'm not bitter. So somebody better fucking tell this motherfucker he better stop. Um, Cause I always do get hit on. I was just dumbfounded by what the fuck happened in the cab. So anyways, these guys were like pouring. I've never seen this before, but who the fuck pours out beer like a fountain of champagne? Like I've never seen people shaking up a bottle of beer and spraying it on a bunch of people. Makes no fucking sense. But okay, if that's how you want to get women, do you boo because they did have some baddies in there but i'm just trying to figure out like why the fuck would you waste beer like that champagne understandable you want to make it rain with champagne but you don't make it rain with beer it's just fucking weird just don't understand but it's all good but yeah vegas at the end of the day it's just a whole different breed i remember when i was getting cat called <laughs> that's the hillbilly <laughs> well i'm not gonna lie it was budweiser <laughs> It wasn't even like the champagne of beers. It was fucking Bud, okay? I saw the red label, all right? It was fucking beer. It was fucking Anheuser-Busch. Doesn't get me white trash than that. I'm sorry, guys. Not to be, you know, offensive to white people, but it, it was crazy. But, you know, going through my history of being catcalled, I think the worst that I ever had it was living up north. Um in San Francisco, in particular in Oakland. Now I had heard stories from, I remember the first time I went to Oakland, I got so scared because my friends were telling me how the guys were 10 times more aggressive than they were in the Bay, in, in SF. So I remember a friend of mine was telling me that a girl actually got shot in the face because a guy asked her for a number, she said no, numerous times wouldn't let her go and instead of just handling the rejection he shot her in the face and like i said i wasn't prepared for the aggression like it's one thing to take a compliment but at the same time when you're demanding that a girl give you your number and she says no kindly please kindly respect that okay don't just grow into like the aggressive mode and start to grab on her, you know, stop her in her path. Like, 
come on. If she said no or she ignored you, that's it. Don't go off and call her a bitch, a slut, a whore. Like, what? Why she got to be a bitch or a slut or a whore? Because she didn't want that attention. She did not want to be called, you know, yo, baby with the fat ass. Let me get that number. And guys, are there are some people in certain areas that are really aggressive. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I had to actually give out my physical number and I was not let free until they tested it out and did the whole, well, I'm gonna call you right now to make sure that this is your number because I don't want to be pranked. Like, sir, if I said I have a boyfriend, if I said I'm in a relationship, I'm not gonna give you my number. But if it means for the safety, then fuck. But it should not to come to that. And then, you know, you see these social media experience, uh, experiments and it's crazy, you know, the, the responses and everything. And exactly. I got cussed out and one of my one of the girls tl brown said i got cussed out because i wouldn't respond to a man trying to roll it i'm telling you it makes no fucking sense like guys uh, we've talked about it before you, if you can't handle rejection on social media that doesn't give you the right to go out in public and call a chick a whore or a slut or you know get upset because she doesn't want to be acknowledged just like i'm if this you know like the guy just now that said well you sh um why you got to be so bitter that your friend got a compliment and you didn't no i'm not bitter because i take pride in the fact that i have friends who are gorgeous and yes i feel like some of my friends are more gorgeous than me but i'm still gonna support them i'm gonna still love them I'm not gonna get mad, but when you start talking foul to my friends and like treating them like a piece of meat, then I got a fucking problem. I got a huge fucking problem with that. Like, I should be able to choose if I can give somebody my number. What if I, and, and you know what, I might do this and I might videotape it, I might periscope it. What if us women one day woke up as a whole women across the world not even in america what if us women woke up across the world and we started doing reverse cat calling like guys how would you feel that a girl is out on the street you know you're out on the street whether you're driving whether you're skateboarding whether you're walking to get your coffee walking your dog and we say yo you man with the fat ass oh my god your dick looks good through these jeans oh baby i just want to sit on your face would you like that daddy would you like me to sit on your face oh baby you are too damn fine ants and hands put it on a stand <laughs> okay whatever the fuck that means but i'm just saying seriously how would you feel if a girl started catcalling you on the street? Do you know how uncomfortable it is when I'm in gym wear and I can't even fucking walk to the gym because unless if I'm at the gym area, I'm not gonna get catcalled? That's the only time I feel comfortable in workout clothes. Like, last night, I was coming home from the gym and I had to make a stop. I think it was at 7-Eleven and some convenience store. And this guy outside was just like, damn, you got a fatty. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I looked at him and I'm like, um, excuse me? And he's like, you got a nice fatty. And I'm like, okay, you're gross. You keep moving us all around. What does that mean? Keep us moving all around. I don't know what that means, Borge, but okay. But seriously, it's just like, I don't understand why guys feel the need to catcall. So, Let's go into this and then we'll get into my favorite bit, um, of course, of the sexy break. Or maybe we should take a sexy break right now, which means it's either going to be smoke or shot. I don't mean to. It's just I have to. Sorry.
by myself. Anyways, so let's talk about the statistics of catcalling. Okay, so 99% of female respondents were the target of leering or excessive staring at least once, and more than 68% reported being a target 26 more, as 26 times or more in their lifetime. So leering, what they mean is just like staring. And I understand you see a girl, you think she's cute, but when you're like continuously staring, and clearly we know that you're like undressing us with your eyes, and you're a complete stranger, it's not cool. Like, really, I can't pick up, I don't know, some water without you staring like, oh my God, she's so fine. Maybe if I keep staring, she'll notice me. Like, that's just creepy. Stop. Honking or whistling. 95% of female respondents were honked at least once or more times, and 40% said that they were honked frequently as monthly. Nearly 94% of respondents were the target of whistling at least once, and nearly 38% said it occurred at least monthly. These are really high statistics. That means for every woman walking around the street, that's a one in like three to five chances that that woman is gonna be catcalled on a daily basis. It's ridiculous and it needs to stop. Then comes the 87% of women who said that they were the target of a sexist comment and about 45% were the target of a sexist comment in public at least 25 times in their life. Like I said, I can't even tell you how many times I've been called a slut, a bitch, a whore, a motherfucker, a cunt. I think the worst was when I was called a cunt and I've been called a cunt out loud several times, including at a movie theater with children and there were children in front of me. I'm babysitting and I'm watching a movie and this guy behind me is trying to like pick up on me and I'm, you know, at first he was really nice he asked me, you know, um, you know, is the movie that the kids are seeing, like, it, do you think it would be good? I said, yeah, the previews look pretty good and all that. And I go back to the business and I'm trying to, you know, handle the kids and get them all settled in, get their snacks and all ready. Then he starts asking me more questions. And I just kind of said, sir, you know what? I'm in a relationship, in which I was. I said, I understand, like, I appreciate the flattery and all, and all that, but I really got to get these kids ready for their movie. And he's like, well, you don't have to be a fucking cunt about it. I mean, I just wanted to know, like, your number. And I was like, what? Really? A cunt? Because I just told you that I'm respecting my relationship and I'm trying to handle business. Okay, sir, calm down. But the sexual comments, the gestures, I think the, I don't know what's worse, the gestures or the comments. Like, nothing irks me more. Like, I used to love my convertible. You guys used to hear stories about me talking about my convertible. And yeah, I would tease around sometimes and hike up my skirt or whatever. 77931, what, what does that mean? Is that a phone number, girl? But it's just, it's ridiculous. So anyways, I remember being in my convertible several times and there would be guys, you know, truckers, no offense, some trucker guys and even just guys in their cars that would purposely try to maneuver their way around my car at a stop sign to try to say, what time do those legs open? Cause they look damn good tanning in that sign. Like it's too much, it's too much. But then where does it stop? You know. We can't, we as women, we can't even defend ourselves anymore because of the fact that some men are so fucking aggressive. It makes no sense. But you know what makes sense right now? A sexy break. And got a lot of new music. A whole lot of music. No more stay. <laughs>
Okay, I was going to say, girl, you can't be putting out your number like that. I want, I want you safe. <laughs> but I think it's time for a sexy break. Are you guys um, ready? You know what to do. Um, this is where we either take a shot or I take a toke. So I either take a bong rip, a bowl, or a shot. So I'm leaving it up to you earbuds to make the decision as we take our sexy break. But like I said, I do have a lot. So I do have a lot of new music. We're gonna play our sexy break songs of the night and we're just gonna have a good time. So are you ready with me? Dazed, sexed, confused. Dazed, sexed, confused. Right, this is everybody's favorite motherfucking segment, the day sex and confused news, where we go around the world and across America to find the craziest, dumbest stories that people can provide on the internet. Now, these next three stories, they have nothing in common other than the fact that I am highly confused by every single one of them. So bear with me. Let's get this motherfucking party cracking. So Brazil is getting its very own sexual theme park with bumper cars shaped like genitalia. That's right. Planning to open in 2018, Erotica Land will be an adults-only theme park built near... Um, I'm sorry, my Spanish is not that great, so... I think it's called Piracab... Ooh. Pira... Pira... Sicapa. Pira Sicapa. About two hours away from Sao Paulo. Actually, um, shout out to Sao Paulo because we have a lot of fans over there in Brazil. It's entirely themed around sex. We're talking a 70, I don't even know what the fuck 70 could be, but a 7D cinema with vibrating seats, a nudist pool, bumper cars shaped like genitalia, and the park will also have a sex playground complete with a water slide, an ambiguously named train of pleasure, and an erotic sculpture park. Um, instead of the usual pretzels and ice cream, snacks will serve up aphrodisiacs. But it will all be clean fun. And don't get the wrong idea, actually having sex in the park is strictly prohibited. If all the sex chat and roller coasters get people too riled up, they will need to go to a nearby hotel. And as silly as the park might sound at first, it has an important message. The investors behind the park say it will promote healthy attitudes to sex and the staff will encourage condom use. That's right, condoms, everybody, will be enforced. That's awesome. So this is where um, the proposed ideas come in for Erotica Land. A 7D with a cinema with vibrating seats. Of course, a sex toy shop because, I'm sorry, you can't call it Erotica Land and, I don't know, the gift shop is just like, I went to Erotica Land and this is all I got was this t-shirt. No, you better have top of the line motherfucking sex toys. Erotic games, oh, I wonder what that could be. Um, a museum dedicated to the history of sexuality, an erotic sculpture park, a nudist swimming pool, a sex playground complete with water slide, bumper cars shaped like genitalia. Let's be honest, are they gonna have phallic cars? Okay, that kind of failed. Or are, like the bumpers, like different shapes of titties? Because I would love that. Let's be honest, guys. Um, titty bumper cars over dick bumper cars. I mean, do you really wanna ride a, a giant, giant penis? Like, can you imagine a bumper car being a giant black penis or a giant white penis? I really can't. And then snack stalls selling aphrodisiac treats. As long as they get, yes, an adult theme park, that's right. 
So it's gonna be sexual, it's gonna be sex positive, sexual education, and a fun theme park form. Um, the only slight downsize, it's gonna be the same cost as it is for Disneyland, a hundred fucking dollars, which in Euro is 69. <laughs> but, um, they said there's a slight risk from, of course, the Christian Socialist Party, which leads Paracas City Council um, because they want to put a stop to the theme park from being built. Um, Matthias Erler, a member of the Christian Socialist Party, also known as CSP, said he was worried that the park would attract debauched individuals and that Brazil cannot be known simply as the capital of sex. Okay, every country brags to be the capital of sex. I mean, you got... People thinking, okay, it is kind of true. California, Los Angeles is the porn capital. Then you go over to France and people say it is the capital of love and sex. Then you go over to Japan and they're known in their own right because they have festivals devoted to phallic penises. Okay, and this is really true. It does happen um, every year and it actually just passed a couple weeks ago. And I believe there's an erotic... Um, sculpture park already somewhere either in Japan or China. It's most likely going to be Japan. China's a little bit more uptight. But at the end of the day, I think it's kind of fucking brilliant. You can't see this shit in LA. You can't see this shit in America. We're too fucking sheltered. I mean, gosh, a penis gets erected, you know, on the White House, they'll go fucking apeship crazy. And I was just talking about this today with Christy Canyon on nudity. So it's becoming the year of the ass. And have you guys noticed that you see a lot more ass nowadays on regular television? Like nobody is really offended by a butt crack, but heaven forbid a girl is showing too much cleavage or nipple. I don't understand why people are so offended by a woman's nipple. If I don't see a fucking goddamn titty on TV before I fucking die, all hell is about to break loose. Because seriously, what has the nipple ever done? So the fact that they're devoting a whole sexual themed playground for adults, I think it's fucking amazing. It's about time. And I hope to God that they, you know, really advocate safe sex and kind of bring into light nudity in its public form because no one should be offended by it. If a titty, if, if a breast is not hurting anybody, if an ass is not hurting anybody, a theme park that's devoting to sexual self, um, health and safety, at the same time making a tongue in cheek, you know, of sex, because let's face it, sex is a very funny subject to begin with. I mean, people say, oh my God, you farted, and they laugh. Every time someone says a dick joke, you fucking laugh your ass off. Am I making sense or am I losing you guys? <clears throat> so for them to get upset about a sexual theme park being built in Brazil, where, let's face it, you have Carnival that is featuring half-naked chicks, you know, all year round, not to mention the unconventional plastic surgeries, AKA putting cement in the asses, and not to mention sex changes. Come on now, Brazil is perfect. Now our next story is kind of fucking hilarious. Christian Hager chased, um, oh, let me do this. Angry gardener goes psycho, threatening neighbors with a chainsaw. And you will not believe what they go crazy over. So Christian Hager chased after um, a couple next door with a power tool because they, oh, <clears throat> this doesn't make sense, people. So basically Christian Hager, that's the name of the guy, he um, chased his neighbors with a power tool 
um, leaving them scared for their safety. The 33-year-old went psycho after discovering Mark Walton and Sharon Lamb had put a fence in between their homes. The self-employed gardener took the chainsaw from his van and cut down a fence, um, then used it as a weapon to, shield, to wield it at his neighbors. So basically, he's like Leatherface, so he's walking around over a goddamn fence. Okay, now the couple who are struggling to come to terms with the incident have hit out Hager after they hand, um, he was handed a suspended sentence for the attack, which was witnessed it, which was witnessed by Sharon's three kids. Mark, the neighbor, age 44, said, I've had to spend a lot of money putting up CCTV around the house because we didn't feel safe. And that's closed caption, um, closed cable television for those who didn't know. I'm disgusted with the sentence he got. We are building a new house and we are hoping um, it would be <clears throat> it'd be locked up for the next 12 months here. But obviously that hasn't happened. Um, <clears throat> they're going on to further damage. They're saying that Mark had damaged their wall with the fence post. Um, he said he started shouting and he even told the neighbors, call the police, I don't care. And after they locked themselves inside the house, um, the couple heard the sound of a chainsaw being revved again. And that's when the prosecutor left his house and said that he chased him with the chainsaw. I don't understand people. I've heard of naval rivalries, but shit on the lawn. Never have I heard of a motherfucker chasing somebody after in a chainsaw. That's fucking ridiculous. Like, Leatherface, everything else put in together. Oh my god. <clears throat> I took too much. Too much. Now here's a funny one. And of course it happened in Florida. So apologize to all the Floridians. Oh god. A woman in the panhandle of Florida identified as Temi Tiffany Simone Burkett was involved in a domestic feud with her mom and granny and grabbed a responding deputy by his testicles with extreme force. Um, allegedly, he busted her balls, so she busted him right back. She also spit on an officer, on a few officers, striking them each in the face, the record shows. She's in jail, as far as I know, bill has not been set, but... I mean, talk about, you know, taking the police by the balls and telling them to suck it. I mean, shit. You got women in Florida running around butt-ass naked, stopping traffic. And then you got people grabbing, you know, the police by the balls. And then I heard a man um, <laughs> masturbated on Megabus. And Megabus, if you guys don't know what Megabus is, they run some fantastic deals where you can literally drive a bus from, like, L.A. to Vegas for like sometimes a buck. Like it's crazy. Makes no fucking sense why this man on Megabus couldn't hold his load until he got to Sin City. But ridiculous. I don't understand. So guys, that was her day sucks and confused news for tonight. But let's get back and wrapping up our catcalling. Okay, so more reasons why catcalling is just unacceptable. It's not a compliment, okay? I think the problem is with social media nowadays, we're getting construed of what is a compliment. And I keep telling you guys, when you say to your favorite porn star, you got a nice pussy on social media for the world to see, 
I like it when you bust that shit open, girl. Let me just, ooh, I just want to spit in your butthole. That's not a compliment. <clears throat> That's not a compliment at all. That's not a compliment. Like, if you can't even say that to a chick in public, why the fuck would you do that on social media? Um, that is a form of catcalling, actually, when you're leaving those kind of remarks. <clears throat> so, it, and like I said, it's not flattery. It's not a compliment, okay? Even making the whistling and the shouting is just too much. So, I need you guys to remember that. Like, please, if you're taking anything else from that, um, you know... When the girls are spreading it open and they're doing their job, you can just call them beautiful. You don't have to talk about, oh my God, I can't wait to cream, you know, my load into you. That's a form of catcalling. And sometimes it's not fucking cute. Um, it makes the girls really self-conscious. Um, <clears throat> yes, we have our own problems with our bodies. Everybody has problems with their bodies. Everybody has a part of their body that they don't like. And, you know, women, we, you know, guys do get sensitive too. They get self-conscious. But when you are particularly maybe hollering at a chick that's big like me or bigger, and you imply the words fat and thick and, I don't know, when you're just implying certain things, you need to be aware of that. Um, you never know what you're saying to that girl. And I'm not crying, it's just my mouth is on fire. My water's not working. And not water, my mint tea. Anyways, <clears throat> when you're doing this, it's, you know, when you're pinpointing certain body parts of a woman, or just in general, when you're just singling her out, you never know what she's thinking, you don't know what she's going through, you just have to be careful. Okay, and it's really fucking hard to ignore, um, especially I've you guys seen me tweet sometimes where I have my headphones on and a guy is getting my attention. I said earlier at the you know beginning of the show, the guy that lifted up my headphones to try to get my attention. If I'm in my own zone, please respect my zone. I don't wear a sign that's saying, please touch me, come fuck me. So if I didn't ask to be fucked, please do not imply I need to be fucked. Or because you think I'm a bitch because I walked away, well, no one wants to fuck an ugly, fat old bitch like you. That's kind of fucking hard to ignore, okay? It's a form of physical abuse. It's a form of abuse, period. And like I said, you never know what another person's going through. You wouldn't want some chick to come up to you in the middle of you know work or something and just imply that, no, not imply, but she's going to catcall you by saying, your dick ain't shit anyways. How dare you fucking cheat on me? And you know, you guys know that you always get a little butt hurt if a girl says that you suck in bed. Okay, so it gives you no right to say, yeah, it, it's highly offensive. Like, you wouldn't want a, a girl to call you out on your dick size. So why is it acceptable for you to say her vagina sunk or that, you know, she ain't shit because she, she, she didn't give you the time of day? You wouldn't want a girl talking about, you know, how you don't make enough money. So why you got to call her a broke-ass bitch and a bum bitch? You tried to get her attention and you failed because you didn't know how to approach her. 
you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want it done to you so you've got to stop doing it to the ladies okay and it's huge it's a huge disruption and i'll tell you why and catcalling also sometimes doesn't even have to imply by words when you follow a chick first of all this is why we carry pepper spray and mace spray this is why you hear girls going crazy in streets because they can't walk by themselves because there's a guy following her to her car and trying to get her attention if she does not want to be chased, do not chase after her. Stop following her. You wouldn't want a chick to be on your butt trying to follow you home, would you? Excuse me. And maybe you do, and that's when I need to tell you, go see a doctor. And it's creepy. And it's happened. I've been followed before. I remember when I was taking my internships at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And here I am in a city that I'm not well familiar of. And... My cab driver, I had to insist that despite the, you know, the heavy construction that was going on at the building at the time, I said, sir, I need you to drop me off to the closest corner possible to this place. I cannot walk these streets. I've had girls being, you know, cut into corners by guys because she, you know, thanked them for the compliment and just left. And instead of the guys understanding like she was done, they started to follow her and try to corner her and try to rape her. So you might think that you're doing nothing but good intentions, but there are better ways to approach a woman. And that's why I even asked on the survey today, um, yesterday, you know, how, what is your form of getting a woman's attention. And I was actually really surprised at your answers, Airbuds. I have to say thank you um, for your responses. However, I don't think you guys understand the message. Um, and I'll be wrapping up shortly. So I did say the first answer was um, <clears throat> to get a girl's attention, you A, stop her, um, you catcall her, B, you stop her in her path, or C, you ask her friends. D, you're way too shy. Now, these responses got close. No one said that they catcalled her. However, when you stop her in her path, and did I not tell you in the beginning, that is a form, and it is. It is a true form of catcalling because you're stopping her from doing what she needs to do. Now, there's a way that you can stop her in her path by just saying, excuse me, miss, and if she doesn't reply the first time, or the second time, don't continuously do it. But there's just a way. Like, hey, excuse me, can I talk to you for a second? There are ways. Don't go like, hey girl, stop her in her path, grab her arm to get her attention. So, trick question, guys, and I hope you understood that. 17% um, of you guys said that you asked their friends, which is awesome. And last but not least, there's the I'm too shy, 35%. And I actually, uh, believe it or not, I am a too shy. I don't approach women. I really don't. Um, I'm really shy because I, I understand as a female, it could be weird. So ladies that have been in my path, thank you for understanding how shy I am with you. But seriously, stop in your path the right way. 
So I'm, I'm glad that you guys partook in the survey. I always like to throw you guys for a wrench, but next time stop her in her path in a different way, politely. Don't just stop her as she's walking in the gym or if she's in the grocery store and she has a shopping cart. Don't stop the shopping cart to try to get her attention. That's not the point. Don't do it. And that's it. That's all I have to say about, you know, the catcalling. It just, it needs to stop. It needs to stop on the internet and it needs to stop in person. If she didn't understand, you know, if, if you can't understand why a woman is just walking on by, just let it go. Okay. Don't stop her. It just don't stop her at all. Please don't. You know, if she doesn't respond the first time or the second time, just be done with it. Go on with your life. I mean, we say that we want a gentleman, and but we also want the bad boys. But sometimes, even the guys who are, are, are aggressive, you make us nervous. And, you know, there are just better ways of approaching a female than trying to catcall her and then immediately, you know, diss her because she didn't give you the time of day. And speaking of the time of the day, um, as a final wrap up, let's just go on with the ear playlist of the week. Everybody's been raving, um, not raving, but they have been like, you know, anticipating for Drake's follow-up album, Views from the Six, which later got called Cut to Views. Um, you know, he had a couple of new songs that came out over the summer. Summer 16 has been a, bit, a really big hit. And, you know, people were really anticipating that Drake was going to bring it back to his, you know, OG sound. I got to say, as a Drake fan, and I'm not talking about just like Drake, I'm talking an Aubrey Gray, a Graham fan. I was extremely disappointed with this album. And to be honest, the last full Drake album I could say that I liked was um, Take Care. That was the last final album that I actually enjoyed of Drake. I miss, the, it was just so depressing in the beginning that I'm sitting here with my girls before we went to Vegas and I'm like, God damn, like when is this shit gonna pick up? It was so depressing. And it just seemed like the heart was not in the album. You know, forgive me. The beats, decent, but it's not, you know, to have such all these like banger hits that were coming out on the radio and even on the internet, because let's face it, you know, you're a true Drake fan when you are on the internet daily trying to find the new um, mixtape or the next track single, because you never know what Drake's is going to put out. I mean, Drake has so much music that's better off the albums. So if I were you, go back go back and download all his um, mixtapes and singles from like hot new hip hop and all that. I mean, it's amazing. I like the Drake company. <laughs> you're horrible. Um, you're horrible radio broski. But seriously, um, as a fan of Drake, I was just, I, I felt let down. I, my heart hurt. My heart hurt, y'all. I was just, mm -mm. but I will have to say, one of my favorite new shows of 2016, Vinyl. They put out um, two album releases from the show, so the show soundtrack, and I fucking loved um, the first, um, the Vinyl soundtrack volume one. Amazing album, lots of, um, you know, good oldies. Oldies that I hadn't personally listened to since I was a baby, um, which makes me even younger for all the fans that actually were like around when the songs came out. But I was just like, oh my God, I do remember this song because of blah, blah, blah. But 
if you haven't seen the HBO show Vinyl, I've, I know I've talked about it before, but it's officially like my favorite show of 2016. It just ended a couple weeks ago. And the music, it, it's, ugh, it's so fucking good. And then they just came out. Don't worry, Radio Broski, I was going to talk about that. You're jumping gun here. Um, and like I said, the second um, final essentials you have to go get because there's some new songs from Niles. Um, oh my God, Neil Rogers and fuck, what's his name? Not Bootsy Collins. I'm going to forget it, but yes. And last but not least, um, I do want to share my thoughts on the passing of Afini Shakur, um, aka Tupac's mother, aka a very well-known um, activist in the black community. She was a former Black Panther. And Tupac's mom really just, she had more of an impact than people knew, okay? Or, you know, people that didn't know her, you know, they knew her heavy impact. I mean, you have Athene Shakur, and then you have, um, oh God, oh my God, I'm thinking out weed brain. Bobby and Angela Davis, all the forefronts of the Black Panther movement. And what she did for the community of Oakland is just beyond um, words. She was, I mean, still, until her death, she was a high activist. And they just finished the biopic that Afini Shakur greenlit of Tupac, which is called All Eyes on Me. So she had, you know, full creative control and hands on in the project until her death. And it's so sad to see how many, I mean, truly more people are passing away in 2016, I think more than ever. And it's, it's really sad that, you know, we're le losing these, these heroes. A Shiro to me, Shiro, a female she, um, hero, but I mean, it's, it's very hard to stomach that we are quickly losing history, living history. Um, I can't. I, I can't. So I want to say, you know, thoughts and prayers to the Shakur family and, you know, friends and family of the Shakur family. I, I want to say, you know, thoughts and prayers. And it, it's shocking. 69 is a very young age. And you know, like I said, for someone whose heart was just so into it afterwards and exactly, you know, but I do have to say Tupac is now reunited with his mother and, you know, my radio bro just commented on Periscope. He said, you know, it's crazy how they just wrapped All Eyes on Me movie and Mother's Day is on Sunday. So, you know, thoughts and prayers. That's all I, that's all you can say. That's all you can say to be honest. But I will have to say, everybody, it's been so good chatting with you and hanging out with you guys. And remember, you know, I'm here every week, if not stated on social media. Make sure to follow me, Ms. Radio Sapphire, on, um, I know, it's Sapphire, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Um, also, update, we are on Google Play. So if you go on uh, your computer, play Google Music, and you type in Sapphire's Earplay, start downloading it from there. Um, they have a new podcast section. And, you know, go and discover new podcasts, but get my words out there. And, you know, to check out the podcast, Misfits Podcast Network at the Misfits Podcast. Um, like us on iTunes. And it also, um, like me on iTunes, Sapphire's Airplay, aka Erotic City Radio. Give us a like, give us a shout out. And guess what, you guys? You've been asking 
for the Periscope videos from previous episodes. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I just signed up with, um, with ConnectPal. And so coming up really soon, you will be able to keep every Periscope video and much, much more, including specials that won't be on the iTunes page, including shows from the past and possibly some cool merchandise to give away. And it will only be $4.99. So coming up on Connect, I'll look out for Sapphire's Airplay coming over there. Um, but please show that love and support. Ms. Radio Sapphire on social media, um, Sapphire's um Airplay on iTunes, as well as Misfits Podcast Network, Stitcher, um, where else? Podomatic, uh, SoundCloud. I mean, gosh, it's blowing up. So we need to keep this going, y'all. Keep it going. And support me. Support everybody out there. But support Sapphire's Airplay. Get the word out. All right, everybody. I have a date with my neighbor who wants to give me a rub down. So uh, hopefully... This girl feels frisky enough to get a little kinky. All right. Remember, safe sex is the best. Hot sex. Till next week. I love you guys so much. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you sexy motherfuckers can't get enough, be sure to subscribe to Sapphire's Airplay on iTunes and Podomatic. 